On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Last Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby, right out of Oklahoma City. Today, we got a great show, like we always do. We are sitting with Mr. Kendall Johns of Dead Crown. What's up, man? How's it going? Good. Ava Gore, the weird wolf. What's going on, Ava? I got to point that way. Not much. And then Sam is in the background working his fingers. Uh, I'm just literally (laughs) clicking buttons, okay? I'm working the fingers. So what's up? What's up, Kendall? How are you, man? I'm good, man. Uh, Just tired. Been gone all weekend uh, with work shit. So, um, yeah, it doesn't feel... It's only uh, Monday. I know. (laughs) Yeah, I I, because yeah, I work like all through the week, and then this uh, this month for some reason I've had like a music video shoot almost every weekend, so I've just been going nonstop this whole month. So busy, man. That's awesome. So dead Mm -hmm. growing up to some new shit that's popping up. I know you guys came out with a new song recently. Yeah, yeah, we just released a new single called Pale Horse. Um, So far, the feedback on it has been great. and it's the start of a whole new rollout for us. We're really excited about it. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't yet, you should go check that out. We have a music video out on YouTube. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, all that good shit. Uh, just search Dead Crown and you will find us. Did you guys write this song? Like, is this as current? Like, you guys just wrote it during COVID? No, we've actually been sitting on this song for, like, probably close to a year now. Um, this was the first song we wrote right after we uh, released Crucify Me, our last EP that came out December 2019. Okay, um, so, I, so it's a couple, so like a year and a half in between songs. Or yeah, album, yeah, yeah. This is a single, right? Yeah, this is just a single. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, we, we had to take a little break and stuff. Um, but uh, fucking, yeah, we're back, baby. And it feels good. <laughs> Feels good to be a little metalcore bad boy again, you know. <laughs> I, I missed it. <laughs> why? Why did you decide to come out with a instead of like doing? Are you guys are you going to come out with another full album to go along with Pale Horse, or are you just going to keep on dropping singles? Uh, we're probably going to ride ride the single train for a while. Um, I feel like that's the way to do it these days. I mean, with the new era of music and the music industry. Um, and the way things are going, you know, attention spans are shorter than ever. Um, there's like 
there's not really a whole lot to gain off of just dropping a full length out of thin air anymore. Um, so it's now more than ever, you, you kind of, you really have to be strategic with how you do things and how you release things. And with dead crown, we've always tried to do things differently and try to roll and adapt with the time. So um, we're going to ride the singles for a little bit. And then I think we're going to try a different kind of rollout with a, with an EP rather than just doing your traditional, here's our two singles, here's our pre-orders, go buy the shit. Here's the record. Um, yeah, I think we, we really want to switch it up and try some different shit. Cause you know, our last two releases, that's what we've done. It's cool. You know, we've, we've charted on billboard. We did all that shit. We went, we, we pushed the record sales. We did all that. We pushed the merch bundles, but um, it's just starting to feel a little tired. It's starting to feel a little boring. So uh, we definitely want to try to mix shit up. So I don't know exactly how that's going to be yet. We're still a ways out from the rest of the record coming out. Like it's not even done yet. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, there's definitely going to be more singles coming for sure. And in the somewhat near future. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, with albums these days, if, if you put a whole bunch of songs on an album, you're going to have a few that just people completely. Just exactly. It, it's, that's what we kept coming back to. It's like, you know, man, so much effort goes into a full length. And these days it's almost like you don't get much of a return out of it. Yeah. I do want to just want the singles anyway. So why are you going to put that much effort into something that's just not going to even be worth it? Or especially with like COVID and shit, like we can't even tour off the records right now. So it's like, why are we going to put out a a full length record just to not do a tour on it and like not be able to push things properly. But like the industry as a whole, I feel is already just heading that way. I think we're already seeing it. And I think, sooner and sooner we're going to start seeing like full lengths not be a big thing or if it is a full length it's going to be like eight songs or nine songs you know i, I, th- I think full lengths are really i mean i never really buy a full album uh because uh, you, like when I, when the song comes out and I, I like the band i like the song and i'll listen to the the other songs and there might be one or two more that i really like but for the re- for the most part it's like I may not like every single song besides maybe the hit and exactly. maybe not even the hit, maybe just some other ones I might like, you know? Exactly, man. And that's another thing we talk about, um, like sitting down and writing this new record that we're working on. We're like, cause initially our label wanted us to do a full length. And then after a while, like I went and talked to the head of our label and I was like, man, we just don't want to do a full length. Like we think this is like, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> you know, like we, we, we just don't want to fucking do that. We want to try something different. <laughs> I don't care if we're the only band in the world that has only released EPs and shit. Um, But when we sat down, that was one thing we talked about. We're like, we'd rather just do six to seven songs and have them all just be fucking bangers. Have them all just do the best six to seven songs instead of having, you know, four really good songs with six six fillers tracks, you know? So we're, we're working really hard right now to make an EP that's just fucking banger after banger. The whole way through. I want, I want to say a couple things real quick. I do want to say Brandon Ward says, don't wait too long to drop another new song, please. So <laughs> we're, we're working so on it. Don't man. wait too long. We want to say what's up to Brandon. Thanks for watching. And Sharon is also on. And uh, thank you for watching, Sharon. Short attention spans. I, I have, I do have a short attention span. I don't know who she's talking to, but probably me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to ask, though, when you are, we're going to play the song uh, real quick, but I do want to ask, when you do, when you are writing a full length album, like it kind of used to be before now the transition, do you feel like you had, you know, three or four really solid songs and you caught yourself just, <laughs> thanks, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> 
and, and you and you catch yourself um having to write other songs just to get them out just to get them out there even though they're not really the band favorites or or how does that work um a little bit yeah and 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 that's a cool thing because yeah that's kind of where we're at right now because now we we have probably like nine instrumentals that we're sitting on but we're at the point now where it's like well we know we're doing an ep so fuck the full length and um there's right. a lot of instrumentals on there that as a collective we're like these just like aren't these just aren't fucking hitting it these aren't these aren't good so like let's trim all the fat let's trim the bullshit and let's just take our best like six songs and really and then that allows us to even focus in more on those and just tunnel vision those instead of having to work with a bunch of shit that we're like not even really vibing with to begin with so yeah what Oh, what classifies uh, an EP versus an album? Is there like a song number? Song number, and then I think the amount of time it goes. Um, so if you have like 10 one-minute songs, it's still an EP. Well, yeah, I think it's all uh, – maybe. I, I, I don't know because I also know I that, know about that. <laughs> according to Spotify, uh, like on Spotify, if you do three a three-song EP, it comes up as singles. So even three songs is singles. And then once you get past that, that's when you go into extended play. And then I think once you get up to like eight or nine tracks, that's when you get, um, I can't remember what LP stands for. I think it stands for limited play. Oh yeah. That, that, yeah, yeah. That's what full length. Yeah. You're either right or a bunch of people are t- calling you an idiot right now, but you're probably, you're probably <laughs> right. And I said, right. I said, I said, I said, uh, Braden wrong. I said Brandon earlier. I think so. It's Braden Ward. Keep the, Whatever that word is, I'm not. The bless. bless, yeah, yeah. Uh, in our new oh. song, I dropped a pretty, okay. a pretty hefty blech uh, uh, at the end of a breakdown. <laughs> oh yeah, I did hear that. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So yeah, we're, we're, I'm definitely gonna keep that shit coming, man. You don't gotta worry about that. Those are cool. <laughs> All right, the first song I think is we're gonna play is Pale Horse. This is the new one that just came out. Uh, what last week? Two weeks ago. Um, yeah, a week ago. Yeah, a week ago. Cool. All right, let's check this one out. Take you 
I guess uh, Brayden asked if you produced that yourself. Yeah, I do all of our music videos. Uh, I got a buddy named Taylor who uh, helps me with all the shit that I can't shoot. But um, conceptually, direction-wise, editing, all that shit, uh, I do all that shit myself. Yeah. That's cool, man. Thank you. So what inspired this one particularly? This music video? Mm, yeah. Um. <clears throat> Well, the big thing there's was... Like, uh, there's, like, that, random images that pop that, up and stuff. That, that burp was kind of like a... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like... Excuse me. I'm, uh, I'm drinking some uh, hard seltzers. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, this one, we... Uh, well, we wanted to try something different where uh, we didn't have to play instruments. Um, uh, we, we lost uh, a bass player, like, right before this, so... And we... Yeah, we were just like, fuck it. Like, let's not do... Um, instrument like us playing as a band and stuff like that uh and so that's why that's where i had all these effects ideas i kind of took a lot of influence from like rap and hip-hop music videos and shit Mm -hmm. and um use a lot of those techniques and editing styles and cool trends that are going on and uh this is what came out and uh, i'm stoked on it yeah so it's pretty awesome are you guys are you guys signed currently to stay sick records uh yeah but stay sick is now modern empire music Okay. Okay. So, yeah. do they let you have your own kind of free uh, will when it comes to shooting the videos? To kind of do whatever you want to do. They stay out of it. Yeah. Um, working with Stasic or Modern Empire, it's all the same guy. His name's Mike Milford. Okay. Um, he used to, he used to uh, run some shit over at Rise Records. He was the president of Ardio Recordings back in the day. Um, it's cool. Like Mike Milford, I've been wanting to release records with him since I was fourteen years old, and now um, he's like right next door to me in an office and we work very closely together on projects and releases. And um, yeah, he's, we have so much freedom with our record label. It's stupid. We don't really need to like sign off on anything. We just do our thing and they're always in our corner and they help us with anything we need. So it's, it's awesome. When were you signed and like how much did it change for you guys? Um, You know, we signed back, Man, whenever our first EP came out, because we signed like right after it came out, because our first EP did pretty well independently. And then that's when they sent us an offer. And um, so, yeah, it's been a couple of years, but we waited like a year to announce it because we didn't want to just say we announced. We wanted to announce it with like a single. And since we had just come out with a release, it was like, well, we don't have a single ready yet. So we had to wait till our next album cycle to announce that we actually signed a record label uh, or a record deal. And um a lot of people like you know I'll, I'll I'll fucking break the 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 goddamn wall down and uh, maybe shatter some dreams dreams a little bit. But signing a record deal, especially nowadays, is not what you think it is anymore. Right. Uh, when you sign a deal, if anything, that means the hard work has just started all over again, and if not, even more. Um, it's cool because we have a team 
now. We have people that help us with certain things, and there's a lot of things we don't have to worry about now. And there's um, just more connections, more things on the back end that we get help with and stuff like that. But besides that, um, we still have to provide the uh, the content and the shit for them to push and the shit to like go out and perform well. You know, just because you get signed to a label and shit doesn't mean you have money coming in and instant fucking success. You know, at the end of the day, you that's, still have to be a that, good fan. That's not what I heard. I heard you get signed to a record label and you, you're famous the next day, bro. Right? You, yeah. you can retire after just a couple yeah. of years. Dude. You're done. <laughs> All your hard work's yeah. done. Everything's coming after you. Uh, everyone's everyone's buying your music and and screw it. So, uh, who is Franz? And Braden wants to know if he's still part of the company. Uh, I don't know if you know that. Franz is the vocalist of Attila. Um, okay. yeah, he was one of the founders of stay sick recordings. Um, is he still a part of it? I don't know. I'm, I'm friends with the guy. Um, I'm friends with all the dudes in Attila. Uh, love those guys. Nothing but love and respect to Attila. Um, but can you, can I mean, you call I, him right now and ask him? Just uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's, that's some, uh, backend shit that, uh, I don't really know much about and, uh, I'm sure isn't really public. So. Yeah. I, I do want to ask you, so how long, I guess it didn't take very, you guys started in 2016, right? So it didn't take you very long to get signed. When you start, when you guys started the band, were you guys a bunch of friends that came together or was it just like a professional musicians coming? Like, did you guys grow up together or is it just a professional uh, uh, group that you have? Um, We, um, yeah, so we all kind of came from uh like I guess bigger local and regional bands. Uh, the band started when uh, my old band, We Rise the Tides. Uh, we were like kind of regionally known and successful, mm. um, but that was coming to an end. And Brighton, our drummer, he uh, started filling in for my old band on tours that we were doing, and uh, he showed me a demo that him and this mysterious Eric guy were writing just for fun. And I was like, "Shit, this is really good." Um, I didn't want to let him know it was too good because <laughs> dick yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's all right. but so then once tides was like really starting to go downhill um i was like well shit man you know maybe maybe we should look into this this shit so i just talked with eric and brighton and i was like hey uh we should start this shit um we should take it seriously and do the thing and uh you know eric and brighton they were from uh like other pretty well-known bands and like our scene and everything like that. So, um, yeah, we definitely, none of us were really like rookies. None of us had like mass major success. Right. I think Dead Crown's like still the biggest thing that any of us have ever done. But, uh, yeah, we definitely didn't come into this as like complete rookies and shit. Um, and then, yeah, we just fucking went and sent it and did us and it worked out pretty well. So, that's cool, man. I was going to make a joke, but I don't think it's going to be that funny, so I'm not going to make it anymore. Do it. Do it. <laughs> no, no, no. Most of you, you know, you were saying Do that it. none of you guys made, like, had real big success. I was going to say, so you mean to tell me Wes Borland's not in your band? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it's not that funny, so. He's here all night, folks. Try the view. He He's here all night, folks. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. Your song 24 is on your last album, um, Crucify Me. Is there any blast in this one? I don't think so. No. Can, can you can you give me one before you play the song? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. It's been a while, man. I'm pretty rusty. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, let's hit the song 24. Here we go. All right. 
dude, I did not expect you to go gangster on me right there. Yeah, hell yeah. I felt like you needed a beanie and like a, a one of those shirts that ties up to here, you know. <laughs> like the cholo look, bro. Yeah. <laughs> now that song is dope, man. You know what? Do you do a lot of that kind of uh I guess it's kind of like a rap style in, in your songs. Do you do a lot of that? Yeah, Crucify Me, we incorporated that a lot into that whole record, actually. Um, the whole intro of the record starts with, like, a whole rap sequence. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of that shit in that whole record. Um, I love it, dude. That That is awesome. I love when bands do that. It just, like, yeah. once that part came on, like, I was listening, but then I was really listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because then I can hear what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think we're gonna turn Ava. I don't even know if Ava listens to metal, but since she's been a part of this show, she listens to mostly metal. Um, uh, <laughs> so when I was an emo kid, <laughs> which oh, I think we talked about. That. I might have mentioned that. Really before. lame. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like a pretty hardcore emo kid. So, <laughs> hey, so was I. That's my roots. So I'm there with nice. you. Nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> favorite, favorite emo band from the early 2000s. Both of you. Um, you have to go first. Me, shit. Ladies first, right? Long fucking time. Um, He's gonna say Papa Roach. Watch, not even emo. No. Um, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll go first. Um, mine okay. is definitely My Chemical Romance. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Of oh course. yeah, now you agree with him because he said because he said no. I was a, like a hardcore MCR fan. Yeah, like, they're, they're, the goats, they're the goats. Like they are the the kings of emo. So. I don't know, dude. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the I do like I do the use. Yeah. But if you want to go, that's like more scream. If you want to go really emo, you have to go like Chris Caraba. Uh, what band was he in? You know what band he was in? Screaming Infidelities. Mm. I, if I could sing, I would, like AFI is kind of punk emo, right? There's like screamers yeah. and emo. I listen to like a Trey U and stuff. Dashboard Confessionals. Thank you. Oh, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was trying to do. No, yeah, every time someone says something, you want to agree with them. <laughs> these are like very stereotypical Wait, emails. Hold up. You're the same way, Sebastian. You do the same thing. Fuck like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Get out of here, Sam. This is this is never mind. <laughs> all, right. all right. Any Ava, do you have any closing questions at all for Kendall um, and Dead Crown? I know that people say that screaming doesn't affect your vocal cords if you do it the right way, but like, do you lose your voice ever? <laughs> it just seems so um, intense. Yeah, uh, I don't ever like full on lose it. Uh, I will say that over the years, because I'm not such a young fucking stallion anymore, and my body's catching up to me. I almost bit my beer off. Smoking cigarettes, like when I'm on tour, really affects my vocal stamina. So, um. I'm at the point now where like uh, every, every tour I have to like try to quit smoking and switch to like a vape. Otherwise like my voice, it won't go out, but it will be shot in like certain areas that like I need to scream in right? and like certain like ranges of the scream will be kind of like more coarse and weird than others. So um, yeah. And like when I vape and stuff that doesn't happen. Uh, but when I was younger, you know, when I was like 21 fucking 18, 19 17 you know whenever i started like first touring and stuff like uh i could just go for goddamn like weeks and just be fine and my body was just like on it just recovering all the time but yeah so um and then also like at the um 
like I can't go in and like say like we have a record to record. I can't just like go in and do songs back to back to back like a singer. Um, I usually have like one full song and then I have to stop and rest for like a week because when you're when you're like doing when you're actually recording the record and stuff like you're not just doing one take of the whole right, song. Yeah, for sure. you're, you're, there's numerous takes of things and then we actually have to double that and then sometimes we have to quadruple track that. Mm. So I'm essentially doing every line in the song almost four times. And so it's, it's about like two to three hours of just that constantly. And so, yeah, when you're doing that, um, I definitely walk out of the studio, like pretty coarse and, uh, pretty, pretty rough. And it usually takes like a solid four days for it to like get back to normal and I could like scream normal again. So yeah, we just have to like track a song like a week at a time vocally. Have you thought about, uh, putting a pedal, like a distortion on your voice? Um, no, not really. Um, cause I'm, I don't know. I'm pretty, I, I feel like I don't need it. I'm, I'm okay. pretty okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, we got to wrap this up real quick, but Brayden does want to know, uh, any shows planned now that some places are opening back up. I know you guys are here in Oregon, right? So it might be a little more tough. Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, basically like right before COVID hit, uh, we were slated for like U.S. tours and we were on a pretty big full U.S. tour. And um, thankfully that hasn't changed. We're still oh. fully slated for a pretty big U.S. tour. Sweet. Um, opening on it. Yeah, so we're going to be like the opening band on the bill. Um, but I can't really say who it's with or when it's happening because then I could get in trouble and I can get – Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You get slap on the hand. We don't want you to get in trouble. Yeah. Any last um, – anything you want to say before we get off? Um, go jam pale horse, share that shit with your friends, um, drink beer to it, smoke weed to it, do drugs to it, uh, have sex with guys, girls. It's that like any gender you want to it, um, have fun, be yourself and, um, don't take things too seriously. And, um, yeah, just try to have fun, man. The loud spot does not condone drug usage. Disclaimer, okay, yeah. <laughs> Ava, since Kendall won't give us a bleh, will you give us one? Bleh. All right. Better than me, man. <laughs> we, 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 all, we all did it because you did it on the song. All right, everybody, I want to thank you for listening to The Loud Spot. Uh, go to www.theloudspot.net and uh, go check us out on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube page. And go ahead, Sam. You're better at this than I am. Don't forget, don't forget guys, this episode is sponsored by Riot Scene. Go check yes. out their gear, riotscene.net. All right. You, hey, Kendall, don't go anywhere. Stay right there. Ava, you know the drill. Let's go ahead and play our outro. This is the Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have his back again? Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? Yes. A pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order. This is over. Thanks for watching our video. If you liked our video and you watched it on YouTube, make sure to click that subscribe button and click that bell to get notifications. If you watched it on Facebook, don't forget to, to click the like and share with your friends. And if you watch it on Instagram, share it and give us a follow as well. Sebastian, he's going to tell you how where to go to listen to the audio and get some cool merch. Sebastian?
Go to www.theloudspot.net and make sure when you go on YouTube to smash that subscribe button to make sure you get notified every time we have a new video. Subscribe on Facebook. We go live Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday nights. Please give us a like, give us a share, comment, tell your friends. We're trying to do this big. Peace out. Rock on. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.